Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Normal Books. My name is Kalen. How are you guys doing today? I, okay, this is another episode before I get into anything else. Um, this episode is the last episode that is being recorded early. Um, so we will be back to our regular scheduled program starting next episode. So... I am looking out my window right now, and I can maybe see, I'm going to say, 600 feet before I can't really see anything else because of fog. Oh, yeah, it's that time of year. And, like, in, in, I remember in school, I loved it when it was, like, really foggy out. That means we got a two-hour delay. There was one day, I want to say I was either in middle school or high school. We had this really foggy day, and it would have cleared up in two hours. But the superintendent that we had at the time closed the school down for the day. We no longer have that superintendent due to um, he was found out to be embezzling money. So as far as I know, he's still in prison. <laughs> We've got uh, some good characters here in my town. Don't, like, there's not really much. My, Xena, my dog is, I don't know, she feel I feel like she doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Right now she's currently upstairs napping instead of being down here with me, but, you know, can't have it every way. And, and I don't know, it's just, I don't know. We're ready for the trip. We're not ready. Who knows what's going on. Um, all right. So we're actually going to start to get into this now. So our last book is called Deadly Truce by Rebecca Royce. So our characters in this are Everly, Judson, Trace, Cade, Derek, Warden, Alyssa, Mercer, and Marcus. One of those names might, if you remember from the last episode, it was either the last episode or the, or the first episode, um, I said a certain name in that that was... Um, that they were related to someone and possibly dead. So, I mean, huge surprise there. Um, so if you guys remember where we left off. So we left off in the last episode with Everly saying, I had enough, fuck with all this shit, and tells everyone to leave her alone, and she leaves. Now... We are now six months past that, and she has been. She left. She's been on her own since she left the guys. Uh, she went back to school. She got her degree, though she's not going to really do anything with it. And she works a part-time job at at this bar where she works under the table at, or she gets paid under the table at, I should say. Um. And the reason that she's getting paid under the table is because she doesn't want to file. She doesn't want to file any taxes. She doesn't want 
really any paperwork paperwork to be able to find her because she wants to go off the grid. She knows that her safest bet is if she goes off the grid, she's not able to be found. No one on Alliance is able to find her or anything like this. Like, it's like she pays for her apartment in cash. She gets paid in cash. She, whatever money is in her bank accounts, she doesn't touch. Like she has a, she, she's became a millionaire overnight due to um, getting her father's like life insurance, all of his money, selling the house. Like it's all added up, but she won't touch any of it. And some of it's due to guilt, but another part of it is due to, if she if she tries to take any money out of the account, people will know exactly where she is. And so she's 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 slowly working on on getting herself glued back together because she's not a hundred percent. And and I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about emotionally. Because she gave her like. She gave herself, her trust, everything to these guys. And they constantly could not keep promises. So she's still hurting from that. And she's she's trying to get over the guys. But, you know, it, 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 it's sometimes it's difficult. Especially if you feel something so hard for them so fast. And then it just ends. And then you're just like, I... And then you're just, you, 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 you take a while to get over that. It's not like you can jump back into something right away. So all of our planning comes to like the screeching halt when Warden comes into the bar. Now, Warden had watched the entire feed of her graduation just to see her walk across the stage. Now, she didn't do that because she knew there'd be cameras filming. She didn't want to be on camera. So he is, he gets drunk at this bar and she, and he's in no, no way, no form able to drive. And he tries telling her like, you have a graduation gift right over here. And she goes, I'll deal with it later. Gets her into her car, which is this like, I, I want to say, I don't know if it was her original car or if it was some... Lemon, maybe I'm not a hundred percent. I can't remember off the top of my head, but she gets him in that car and takes her to her apartment. Now her apartment is on the ground floor. It's a one bedroom, not a lot of furniture. I think it's mostly got a bed and maybe a chair. And I think that's really it. So once she gets back to the apartment, she realized like, like, Warden's taken off his shirt and she sees this wound on his shoulder. Now she finds out that he was shot and whoever did the surgery botched it. So he's having more pain in his shoulder. And so the reason that he got extremely drunk is because he was mixing alcohol with pain meds, which is always a big no-no because not only will that fuck you up faster, but it can also mess with your organs a lot. Like it can cause more damage to your organs. So the next morning, um, she ends up going back to the bar. She's going to go get the graduation gift that uh, Warden left for her, which is a new SUV. Now, when she gets to this SUV, 
she sees this man there and he's just like, we've been keeping tabs on you right now. You have not done anything to, uh, bring yourself to the attention of the Alliance. But if you are to do anything, we will come and we will hurt you. Now, this is when Derek comes in. So Derek comes in, beats the shit out of this guy, but leaves him alive saying, you take this message back to Marcus because Marcus is now the new leader of Alliance because I think there's five leaders total and at least three of them are dead. Three or four of them are dead now. So Marcus is the official leader of the Alliance. And so he, so Derek gives him the, uh, the message of, if you come near her again, I will kill you, basically. So they get into her new car. They drive back to the apartment. Now she tries telling Derek that Warden is alive. Now everyone thinks Warden is dead because of being shot. And he hasn't really, in, and they say that he hasn't resurfaced anywhere. He's just very, very good at hiding. Um, so Derek, find, like they get back to the apartment. Derek sees that Warden is still alive. And he goes, well, we have to get him to Judson. Now, as, as things go on, um, Everly learns that none of the guys have really talked to each other since she left. Like they've kind of just like broken apart in their group. Um, so once her, once her, Derek and Morden are together, like she realizes I still have feelings for these guys. I still want to be with them, but we have to make changes. So she makes them promise. Like if, if we get back to, if, if we get back together, there can be no fighting among you two. You have to work together. You have to keep the promises that you make like all. And it's, it's simple stipulations, but it goes against what they were trained. And they're just like, you know what? For you, we will do this. Now, Derek also has a graduation gift for her, which is this necklace. So this necklace has, I believe he said like 110 diamonds on it, which came out to around like $500,000. So like this thing, like I would be afraid to touch this. Like she's afraid to wear it. She mostly just keeps it in a safe. So, and, and I get it. Like I would be terrified. Like I, I want to say like the most expensive piece of jewelry I've ever owned was, I'm not a big jewelry person. Um, I wear a necklace, which I have to get a new chain for, but the necklace has an angel tree on it. Um, but my most expensive piece of jewelry was my class ring. Cause that was like $150, $200. Cause it was a very, very simple one where it was just a silver band with my birthstone in it. So I was born in April. So a diamond wasn't a diamond. It was that, um, 
I cannot remember what the fake diamonds are called, but it was that. And it was very simple, very pretty. I believe they spelled my name wrong on it, but you can't, I, I, it almost looks like they forgot the A and just put an N. What the guy's plan, what Derek's plan is, they're going to take his plane and they're going to go um, to Boston. And in Boston, um, they're going to hand over Warden to Judson. Judson's going to take him to another underground hospital and then get fixed that way. So they're on this plane and they realize, shit, we're being watched. So, and they don't want Warden to be discovered because he's injured. He can't really fend for himself right this right at this moment. So, what they do, they stop off at, I want to say it was like Maryland or something, just some state they stop off at. Derek gets out along with the co-pilot. Now, the co-pilot, the co-pilot um, is dressed in Warden's clothes, so... Warden gets undressed and he's being told that he's going to be in the um, co-pilot's clothes. Doesn't happen. And um, so the co-pilot dresses in that and they're just like, how did you get him to agree with that? He goes, well, I offered him a million dollars for him to do this. And he goes, I will protect him. I'll make sure he gets back to his family. So Derek and this guy take off. So they get to... They they finally get to Boston and and Judson comes on the plane going just like what the fuck do you want Derek and then Everly stands up and goes hi it's me I need your help with something so they have their little reunion she he's just like I'm sorry I I know I messed all this up I, I thought this was more important than that blah 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 so they get all that out in the air and she's just like i need help with warden well warden said warden's not dead he was in the luggage he's now in your suv so they go out there and there's warden she kind of like this is what's happening this is what needs to happen so they go straight to the hospital and um he gets fixed up that way now well at the hospital I really looks up at the camera and tell, and basically says to Kate, because she knows Kate's watching, basically says to Kate, I need you to come find me. I, we need to talk. Please come, come, come to me. So, uh, after like, while, while Warden is in recovery, Judson and Everly, they go back to, they go back to Judson's house. So a little bit, they've been there for a little bit, and that's when Cade shows up, and she gives Cade and Judson the whole spiel of of everything, even though Cade had already heard the spiel, the spiel and he agrees to everything. So um, they both agree to it, and while watching the news, they find out that the guy who uh, Trace was doing the... Um, was talking into buying the rocket fuel, he was shot and killed. And there was another man that they don't know the identity of who was shot as well. And they all know that was Trace. So what Everly, Cade, and I think Derek, yeah, Everly, Cade, and Derek, they go to the Bahamas and they're trying to find Cade. Now, it takes a little bit and it and it takes some finagling and it takes some seduction on um 
on Everly's part, but she's able to find out kind of the direction that Cade had went. So they end up finding Cade and he's being basically held hostage by this um, married couple. Now they believe that they can get money out of them. And if they don't get the money that they want, they're going to kill Cade and, and basically anyone else in the room now, or trace killed trace. Um, Oh, I forgot this. So I'm going to back up here just a minute. So, um, as I said before, Everly already had a grad, already got a graduation present from both Warden and Derek. Judson didn't know that she graduated. And, uh, Cade comes in and he goes, I got a graduation present for you, which pisses Judson off because he's the only one who hasn't, who hasn't gotten her one yet. And he bought her a house in Destin, Florida. Now I've heard that Destin is a very, um, nice place. I believe it caters more to the rich. If I, or I'm not going to say rich more to the well-off if I remember correctly, but I've heard it's a very, very beautiful place. Um, Okay, so back to where we were beforehand. Um, so, Kate is, or not Kate, damn it, Trace isn't doing so well. It looks like he has a fever. He's got some sort of infection going on. And the, the woman and her husband, they were just doing the bare minimum to keep him alive. So, Everly's just like, you're not going to get anything. Like, you thought you could hold him hostage for this shit? No. No, not happening. So, instead of giving in to demands, instead of giving in to the demands, Everly and the guys killed the husband, killed the husband and wife. And from then, they take Trace, they take him to um, the same hospital that, ward, or that Warden's in. And they, she later finds out that Trace had got her graduation present, which pisses Judson off even more. And he bought her a yacht. So everything is, once everyone's out of the hospital and everyone's better, like, everything's going a little bit smoothly until... They're all in the kitchen and they're all talking. So I don't know if it was an actual itch, if she just had something that said go down itch your leg or what, but Everly's standing there. She bends down. She itches her leg right when she itches it, a shot rings out. And if she would have stayed standing, it would have been a headshot. And from, from then Everything is just a giant clusterfuck, she, and and their house should not have been able to be found. It was a uh, a blind spot in the satellites, but there is a hacker named Mercer who is in the Alliance, who Kate says is better than him, and they're just like, fuck, they found us, and right when all this is going on, someone walks in the door. Because they've got helicopters coming down. I think it's like five helicopters or something that are coming down. And all of a sudden, this figure 
walks into the house. This figure is Alyssa. Now, if that name sounds familiar to you, Alyssa is Judson's sister and Derek's wife, the one who was supposedly murdered. Boom! It's a mind fuck. So, and not only is she Judson's sister, but she's Judson's twin. So that's that's even a like uh, the guys don't know what to do. Derek's pissed, and he shows affection to Everly in front of Alyssa at any time he has. Judson just looks like he's gonna throw up, like, and it kind of hurts Everly's feelings of how. You're going to sit there. You're not going to do anything while we try to figure out what's going on because you can't get your mind to do it. And I get it. Like, to see all this, it's just like, holy fuck. Like, this big... I I, I, I don't even know the correct word to use. It's really just fucked up of what's all happening. So... We find out that Alyssa had faked her death and she'd been shacking up with Ben and the rest of the Council of Alliance for the last five years or so. So she, what she did was, like, yeah, she was tortured by Ben at first because she shouldn't have known about the Alliance. But then she kind of turned it on, like, turned on him in a way and became a quote-unquote companion and and she's just like I loved all of these guys and and all this and you're kind of just like that's kind of gross because like you you read how Ben is yeah and you're just like no Ben it, it seems like Ben's more into torture than into any type of sexual gratification Alyssa has this very, like, cuckoo crazy plan of, of of how she's going to run the alliance. She's going to be the head of the council. She's going to run everything. And they're just like, um, that's not going to... I don't know what is going on in your brain, but that's not really going to happen. Alyssa's trying to throw weight around, being just like, this is what's going to happen. We're going to go to New York. You're going to get these files for me out of your father's cabinets. Or father's, I'm not going to say cabinets, but like, it's a, it's a vault that he has at this office building. Everly's just like, you know what, if, I, if I'm going to do this, what's going to happen is you... If you want me to do this, there's some stipulations to this. One, as soon as we do this, we all go free. You don't come after us again. You leave Derek. You leave Judson alone. I don't give a shit about all, any of your guys's, but all my five guys, mine. You leave us the fuck alone, and you don't ever come after us again. She and it takes a little bit before she agrees to that, but she, but you can like really kind of tell like she has no intention of letting Judson or Derek go. Another stipulation that she has, which is vetoed right away, is that the guys get, um, the guys are able to have weapons to defend themselves if need be. And everyone just, like, shuts that down. And, you know, they got them to agree to leave them alone. 
So they go, they all go to New York, it, and Alyssa's just like, well, it's going to be us and Mercer that are going to go to um, the vault. And she's just like, no. All the guys are going to stick together, and then it's just going to be us two. Because she's thinking if the, if they're all together, they can all, the defend, they can all defend themselves together. They know that they all have to work together at, like, her guys, not, not every single one of the guys, but her guys have to work together to be a, um, work together for everything. And it, it seems like Alice or Alyssa's like pitting the others against each other in a way. So she's just like, if I just go with you, then I mean, then it'd be like less collateral damage if something goes wrong. So all the guys go to Marcia's apartment and, Alyssa and Everly, they go to the vault. Now, before Alyssa can find it, Everly finds what she's looking for. And she finds that the Smiths were invited into the Alliance. They were not part of the Alliance. So, and and it was because they did something to one of like the founding members of the Alliance. So that's how they were... Um, invited in and after that everything kind of goes to like hell in a handbasket because everything gets really fucked up like in the apartment Cade realizes there's something wrong and he tells the guys to be like look we need to get out of here right now there's something wrong I don't know what it is but we need to get out of here so they fight their way out so now we're going to go back to where Everly and Allison are. So they're fighting in the vault. Everly is able to get the gun. Because Allison had a gun on her. God damn it. Alyssa had a gun on her. So Everly is able to get the gun away from Alyssa. She's just like, look, we're going to go. We're 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 leaving now. Just like walk outside. And she's not being like once she's... Like, once she's out in, like, the open, she's not having, like, the gun showing. She's having it very, she's using it very, like, incognito way. Um, so they get into a cab, and when they're only, they're, they're not too far away from the apartment when um, Alyssa blows the apartment up that has all the guys in it. Now, Everly is devastated. She's just like, they're, they're gone. And she does the only thing that she can think of was where she points the gun at, at Alyssa. And Alyssa's just like, you're not going to shoot me. Bet bitch. Boom. Shoots her headshot. And cause here's the thing. Everly has reached her breaking point at this time. And what she doesn't know is that the guys got out and they're still alive. They're fine. From when she shoots Alyssa, she is, because she does it in broad daylight in the middle of a busy intersection in New York. So she's arrested by the cops. And when she's interrogated, she's interrogated by one cop only. Now she finds out that this cop is part of the Alliance. And she also thinks that... Um, it was someone that Alyssa was sleeping with as well. So she's just like, you know what? Here's everything. She confesses to everything that she's done. She 
Um, she starts with the first people that she killed, and then for and then she spends the next few days in a jail cell. And she is a little amazed that she's let go. Like she asks her lawyer, oh, "Are they waiting for me out there?" Like she's just like, "Am I going to be killed on the street?" She goes, "He well, this lawyer is just like." I don't know what you're talking about. And she realizes that this lawyer is not an alliance man. So she, he's just like, there's no charges against you. So she leaves. So when she's outside of the precinct, she sees that the cop that was interrogating her, like walking very fast pace up to her. So he like raises up his gun. Um, and is like going to go shoot her when he himself is shot in the head. So that is when Warden pulls the car around. Basically, he's just like, come on, grabs her into the car. And she is just like, what? I, I, I don't understand. You guys were in the apartment. You guys blew up and you guys are dead. He goes, I didn't know that you thought we were dead this entire time. I'm so sorry. We tried to get to you sooner, but we had to erase all the tapes. We had to erase all your confession, like everything we had to get rid of. So that took a little bit longer than we thought. And like her knowing her thing, like she tells him like me thinking that you were dead. And for however many days, it almost destroyed me. And he's just like, this will never happen again. I promise you. And she finds out that Derek was the one who pulled, who um, did the shot. He goes, everyone's fine. No one is dead. Like the, we are, we're done. We're getting out of here completely. So they all go to Derek's house in Montana. And from there, they tell her that they're going to take over the Alliance, which at this point, I, I think she could really care less about the Alliance. But they're just like, Derek doesn't want a seat. That means you're going to take Derek's seat. And she's just like, no one's going to go for this. But fortunately, it goes. And I want to say only like 30% said no, but they, but majority rule. The one thing that you can see from start to finish in this series is the growth of the characters. The guys, they become... In the beginning, the guys were very selfish. They wanted their own agendas to pass and they didn't care about anyone else. But now at the end of the at the end of the series, you got them working together. You got them taking in other opinions and, and all of this and it it makes them grow and, and they, they're finally realizing what it's like to put someone first in front of themselves. And I don't think they'd ever realize that it was something that they possibly would have to do at some point in time. And they kind of, they kind of all realize that if working together instead of on their own agendas, like everything um, comes like they just work better that way than just this doing everything apart then. So during her during the whole chaos of being taken by Alyssa, thinking the guys are blown up, being in the jail cell, Everly does not take her birth control pills. It completely bypasses her brain and 
uh, she has unprotected sex with Trace. Now that lead does lead her to get pregnant, and she she talks to the guys and, and they're just like, if you want babies, we want babies. We'll we want whatever you want. Do we've always wanted kids, um, and so they kind of all agree to this now. There is an epilogue, which is 12 years later. Now, this epilogue, um, they are still the head of the council. They, um, they're still doing things their own way. Getting like, I mean, they're trying not to kill people if need be. Now, if they if that person wrongs the alliance, and yes, they're going to be shot, killed, whatever. But they also they also have a home life outside of the alliance, which is a little bit different than kind of what the original what the other council members had, like a true home life. So. This home life consists of there being five daughters, five daughters. So, and and each one of the guys has their own child. So, that goes in. I'll say the order, and then who their father is. So, we have Monica, who's the oldest. Her father is Trace. Next, we have Alexandria, who her father is Judson. Then it's Reese. With her father is Derek. Next we have Deborah, who her father is Warden. Then Aria, who her father is Kate. And all these guys dote on their daughters, and it is and and they also dote on the others. Like it's it's beautifully done how this family is has come together and everything. Um, and that is the end of the book. I mean, it, this one especially, it brings you on such a roller coaster. Like, you think you know what's going on, and then, like, everything just takes a, a left turn. It's fantastically done. Um, and, and as I've said before, I mean, this is a really good series if it was to become like an audio drama, if it was to become a, a series of some sort. And I, 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 I'm a huge fan of it. I'm also a huge fan of Rebecca's writing. And now, especially now that they're fathers themselves, I mean, they, they can no longer, everything can no longer just be about them and Everly. They have to think about everyone in their household now. What is best for them? Are they able to do whatever they like anymore? And I, and one thing that I would really, really love to figure out is, or to know really, is how that would, how this change, how this would have changed Derek. If he's still a little... I, um, I don't want to say scatterbrained because it's not that, but is he still kind of how he was in the beginning of the series? And that's something that I would love to know. Now we are going to go, we are going to pick our next series. I need to go grab that thingy first. So while I'm stirring around the pieces of paper, I'm going to tell you 
where you can find me and everything else like that. So you can find me on social media at Instagram and Twitter, all at Not Your Normal Books Podcast. Uh, please rate, subscribe, and review. It helps me immensely, and it helps other people find this podcast. Uh, if you guys have any book suggestions, thoughts, feelings, even questions for me, um, you guys can either DM me on Instagram or you can email them to notyournormalbooks at gmail.com. You can donate at patreon.com slash notyournormalbooks. Alrighty, so our next series is Sufferless by K.B. Everly. Now, this is a standalone. So that will be, it will either be our next episode or the episode after that because I have something in play for the next one. So I will see you guys next week. 